Welcome to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. My name is Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. So hello, everybody, um, and welcome to today's episode of the Let's Get Into It podcast. I am so delighted to have Stephen Stromzo here today from Stromzo Consulting. And to me, Stephen is a LinkedIn guru. I have learned so much from Stephen and even just refining products and services I have and how to keep things simple specifically. That's <laughs> something that I always learn from Stephen. But he, he's also no stranger to anybody who's gone through the Superpreneur coaching program so far. Um, Stephen teaches one of our master classes um, in the program too, and all about how you can make LinkedIn one of your most profitable assets in your business and use it for lead generation. So Stephen, you are so welcome. Um, I'm delighted that you are here today to tell us a little bit more about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. I'm very happy to be here as well. Uh, great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you so much. So when I, I met you through LinkedIn and you connected through me through um, a lovely message that you sent me and we connected and we started chatting and so on. And yeah, and we, we've been working together for a while now, but it's like mm -hmm. recently you have put up two posts on social media that really um, hit home with me. And it was more about your personal story and your journey as an entrepreneur. Mm. So I'm wondering, it's like, if you could share more with us about your own personal journey to where you are today, having your own business in Stromzo Consulting. And I'm wondering about, well, how did you get here? How did you, <laughs> how did you become your business owner? Yeah, so... Um... So yeah, that's a great question. So like, I always, um, I always wanted to be a business owner, but I never really did anything about it. Like I always would have said to myself, oh, someday I'd like to own my own business. But it was always just something I said to myself and never something I actually ever took action towards or anything like that, you know? So um, when I was in my like kind of mid twenties at the time, I was living in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City or Saigon as it was called before um and I was teaching I was an English teacher at the time and um one of my friends was doing like uh so this is just basically how I got into business right yeah. so um one of my friends was doing network marketing uh so I don't know like if you're familiar with network marketing yeah. but it's like MLM where it's like yes. you know you you get someone and you know you kind of recruit someone and then they sell the product and you get paid commission and all that kind of stuff and when he first went into it, I was like, oh, he's after joining a pyramid scheme. I hope he doesn't get scammed. Like that was my thought in the beginning. But then after like a year and a half of him doing it, like we both, we were teachers together, you know, we moved to Vietnam together and stuff. Like he, he completely, like his life completely changed and transformed. He quit teaching, you know, he, like his business took off and it wasn't only the business side of things. Like obviously he was making more money then and he was like, you know you know just doing better in, in like financially but the change that I saw in him like personally and like the 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 um 
the self-development that he went through and all that kind of stuff like that was really attractive to me as well so um so yeah after like you know a year and a half of him being in this i i couldn't deny it any longer no it was like right he's definitely not getting scammed anyway so i decided to join him um and again i went in like completely green i didn't know anything about like network marketing or anything like that but uh but that was like my first introduction to business so doing that i learned loads um i learned about like how to talk to people how to because when you're recruiting there's a lot of like well you're recruiting so you need to like talk to them you need to be able to communicate and and you know build relationships and stuff like that um and it went really well you know when after i joined that after i started that business i quit my job like six months later and i was able to you know match or probably even surpass the income i had through working like full-time or wow. through teaching full-time yeah um and and yeah but it was like the recruiting part of it wasn't it just never really resonated with me okay. you know the the recruiting people kind of side of things but i really liked the marketing i really liked like putting it out there and getting people's attention and like building the relationships and all that kind of stuff so this is turning out to be a longer explanation okay. <laughs> than no, it's all good yeah but, uh, so yeah so then I did um a course or like a program on just basically how to start your own business but okay. you need to have a skill right like this is what the guy was saying you need to have a skill to start your business um so I will like I felt like at that point I had like six plus months of marketing experience so I was like right that's going to be my skill so then this guy just taught me how to build a business around the skill that you have okay. and uh and yeah and here I am wow. two or three years later now yeah so your consulting business came out of doing that course starting your business course yeah exactly okay. so it, it, it was actually how to start a consulting business course oh right okay yeah 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 so it was really right. specific and th and that's what got me into kind of consulting like um yeah like that that's what made me kind of go with that model but that model makes a lot of sense you know so yes. yeah yes. Yeah, Great. yeah yeah so I know in one of your posts you said that and I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs that will relate to this right you shared there that um and you know I didn't know where in which, which part of the story it fits into but mm. it's like um you shared that how often you felt that. Um, you, you called it you had a chip on your shoulder about mm. your a lot of your friends um, having degrees or you know qualifications somehow and they ended up in careers and whatever and you felt you didn't have that but and yet here you are today in a very successful business but would you tell me a little bit more about that because I'm always interested in that that a lot of entrepreneurs feel like um, they have shortcomings yeah but yet the most successful entrepreneurs never had all those many, you know, qualifications and lists of qualifications. You know, one of the most probably famous out there being Richard Branson, you know, the left right. school, like at the age of 12 or 14 or whatever. He just said, this is not for me. And he's one of the most successful entrepreneurs that most people know. Mm. So, but do you want to just tell us a little bit more about that? How did you overcome that, I suppose, to get to where you are today? Yeah, so um, so yeah, I definitely that was definitely something that kind of uh, I don't know, like play was on my mind and stuff like growing up, like um, that I didn't, I never really did well academically, and this goes like this is going back to like 
junior infants and senior infants yeah. like okay. I just remember I was never good in school like it wasn't okay. like maybe junior and senior infants I was all right I don't know how can you be bad in <laughs> junior <laughs> senior infants yeah. like coloring and stuff but yeah. Um, but yeah like as as soon as things got like kind of academic or testy and all that kind of stuff right. I never really did well I don't know maybe I was like kind of not suited to like sitting in a classroom like what child is suited to sitting in a classroom but like some just react to it better and I just remember that thinking when I was a kid that I'm not good at school and then there was I think that belief was kind of instilled in me I'm not good at school so then it was like right I'm not good in school so why should I why should I put time into trying to be good at school because in my mind I wasn't so there's no point in trying to get good at it so that was just like something I told myself which is obviously like uh, a limiting belief but I didn't know that at the time or whatever so that just went on then throughout my whole my whole kind of childhood into secondary school like a lot of uh, and I, I wasn't like the worst student ever but I was just like bang average like never applied myself and like yeah whatever okay. but um yeah and then that went into secondary school and then that went on to like adulthood when I was like like I dropped out at, in fifth year but I like like even like I never really learned anything like I can't remember anything that I used today that I learned in school you know yeah, but, um, wow. but yeah then when everybody else was going to like college and university and stuff that's when it really I really kind of saw a difference in like the path that other people were taking and the path that I was kind of taking like I dropped out of school I started working in construction like my family business or, like my family are all builders so I started doing that mm. and I was seeing my friends go to college and university so I was like I really felt like they were on the path to success and I was kind of on a path to nowhere kind of a thing and um, yeah that stuck with me for a lot of my adult life until I found entrepreneurship yeah wow so what did entrepreneurship give you that you feel you didn't have then um it, yeah that's a great question actually I suppose it gave me like a, a pathway to success you know like okay. or, or like you know this is like something that anyone can do uh all you really need to do is apply yourself and learn skills and I really like that I, I like that it wasn't based on you know kind of uh exam results or qualifications or this and that it's just like like the market is is very pure in that like if you have the skills you will do well if you don't have the skills you won't do well and I really like that because it's like an even playing field for everyone then really isn't it so it's like it doesn't matter what qualifications you have or what like pieces of paper you have with your name in it and a nice like little badge it's like it's just about like where can you help people and and like as as I got a little bit older as well I saw my friends who went off to college and university and stuff like that and at the time let's say when I was 19 or 20 I saw them on this mad path to success but then like as time went on and we went into our like mid-20s and stuff I saw that actually no most of them don't even use the degrees that they went and got and most of them don't use the qualifications that they have and I, I noticed that even as a, just an English teacher I was you know making more money let's say than a lot of them who would have done these things so I was like those those limiting beliefs started to become stripped away a bit by bit and then you know as I said when I found entrepreneurship then it was like a whole paradigm shift of yeah. like right you know anybody can have success like titles and degrees don't really mean anything at all yeah no, I, at the end of the day they don't really I think you know um 
I, I've always felt like gaining the knowledge I did through any studying I did through any university degree I did was always more valuable to me than the qualification if that makes sense I always had a I wouldn't say I had a hang-up about you know I've never put up certs you know because I don't have I don't um, attach a huge value to that but I attach a huge value to what I've learned yeah you know, and applying that and sharing that hugely so and I always have it was always something um yeah that that was always a um, I think a tricky uh, thing for with me and a lot of my colleagues or my peers <laughs> was you know why you know that they felt I didn't think it was valuable of course it was but I just don't attach um, value to the paper you know mm. at the end of the day mm. but to the knowledge yes loads and I think that's what very often that entrepreneurship offers us to is knowledge about ourselves and finding skills within ourselves that we would that we never really developed through a traditional way you know mm. Um, exactly. It never gave us the opportunities to develop, you know, um, different skills. Um, mm. You know, yeah. So, yeah. And really fun. important skills too, you know, like life yeah. skills. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, I, you know, and I think, and I think that that is one of the things about entrepreneurship as well. It's like, like you say, it's life skills, but it's also, it's people skills very often that people use most, mm. you know, um, you know, it's uh, those listening skills. It's, um, you know, how to connect to people, how to really, um you know help people solve a problem at the end of the day you know instead of and also enjoy what you do <laughs> i think yeah. you know you know all of those i think it really really helps with that and i think for me i know a little bit about network marketing i was never a huge fan but something i do know about it is that a lot of companies that have uh, you know that offer network marketing different you know that sell different products very often offer personal development for um, people who belong, you know, within their organizations, yeah. which is great, you know, and that, uh, and I'm a firm believer in that, as you know, it's like, that's your business at the end of the day is only as good as you are. Mm. And I think that is one thing that entrepreneurship offers us. It offers us the opportunity to keep growing and growing ourselves and developing our skills. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Because you can't like, it, it seems to me that you can't really have, the success without doing the, the personal development anyway absolutely you know, they, they kind of come hand in hand like yeah that. yeah yeah tr totally i often say to people it's like when you get to that plateau or you know that point to where your business grows you either have to keep growing yourself or you have to extend your team mm. <laughs> a team member that has those skills that you don't want to develop you know yeah, so yeah. either you expand yourself or you expand your team either mm. or that's the only way your business keeps growing anyway that's <laughs> i just totally. something i believe <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah so tell me who were your role models from from you know junior senior infants <laughs> right throughout who who has influenced your life the most um in such a way that it's skills that you've learned or values that it were you know passed on to you or things that are um, that's part of who you are today that has become part of how you run your business or mm. good question <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's a good one yeah. role models so like I suppose growing up like um uh so like the my biggest thing that I was like involved in and stuff when I was growing up was football I always like really like loved football and that was like my biggest thing wanted to be a footballer that was like the goal yeah yeah for for many years um 
so I suppose a lot of my role models probably came from that okay. you know like uh like one that would just stick out like because I'm a Liverpool fan right all oh, right okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know Steven Gerrard was always kind of like one of these people who were who's like a leader yeah. but like that was just kind of like I don't know like he he conducted himself well and stuff like that and he did seem like a leader Roy Keane is another one who's also you know a Cork man obviously so yeah. he's loved yeah. around these parts um <laughs> so I suppose you know growing up footballers probably would have been my role models but not for mm. anything like mostly because I kind of like idolized them okay. I wanted to be like them but I, I I suppose I didn't really have that person who was like um I don't know like like a role like I guess they were my role models because I there that's who I wanted to be like you yeah. know I never yeah. really maybe like thought about it when I was younger but then as I got older um God, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I, I suppose I go through different people at different times and different phases yeah. of my life yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, um, we learn from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like one of the people that I did, like, so the, the guy who did that first business course, who I did that yeah. first business course, yeah. the course was called Consulting Accelerator. And that guy's name is Sam Ovens. Mm-hmm. um and he definitely would be like I suppose a role model you would say yeah. like someone that I would look up to and um you know and appreciate and like as you said even there in the beginning like I try to keep things simple all the time like that's when I think of Sam Ovens that's what I say I'm like he keeps things so simple and he just he really just right. breaks it down to the, the the fundamentals of what needs yeah. to be executed and all that kind of stuff um so yeah I, I would say in entrepreneurship it's it's probably him but in different times of my life I don't know like yeah I would have had different people but there's not like one person that's like specifically jumping out anywhere yeah 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 great okay and what about role models in say of people who made you who you are today you Stephen Stromzo the person not just the business owner oh yeah so yeah definitely like family yeah like you know yeah like my family were, were always like pretty good growing like when I was growing up they were like very they were always there and like um you know very committed and stuff I've got like a fairly big family so like on one side I've got like <laughs> like nine uncles and like three aunts or something and then on the <laughs> other side I've got like seven uncles All so right, I've got okay. like a huge family loads of cousins yeah. and stuff um so yeah you know I would say um yeah, my family always kind of put me on on the straight and narrow from a young age, even though I did <laughs> kind of rebel, I guess, a lot when I was growing up as well. Right. Um, but they were always there as a good kind of foundation and rock for me, I guess, to yeah. to to yeah, develop me to who I am today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Still keeps you on the straight and narrow. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's why they're there. <laughs> so. I'm a, a huge believer that our intuition is probably one of our most, most underutilized assets as entrepreneurs, um, even though it gets used on the daily with, for most entrepreneurs, but they don't necessarily realize that or recognize it, you know? So I am wondering if I'm going to ask you two questions, I'll ask them at the same time. Mm. Tell us about a time where you didn't listen to your intuition and you got a lesson out of that. 
mm. and a time that you did listen to your intuition and you got a lesson out of that yeah so um all right again that's a good question <laughs> i will think about that so i suppose in terms of not listening to my intuition um so yeah i don't know like like with me like i i feel like like as you said there a lot of people don't identify it. i never identified it for a long time i was always someone who who did do that but i never identified it as my intuition yeah or whatever or like yeah. I, I would have just like yeah like went along with it and really not like didn't know why um yeah. but a time when i didn't listen to my intuition um <laughs> i'm drawing a blank on this now. are you <laughs> uh, i don't know i feel like i don't know like there's not really anything jumping out at me like as i said i feel like i always kind of did listen to my intuition without maybe sometimes without even knowing what it is yeah. um so what was the time that you did and it paid off uh yeah so yeah there's there's many you know um like the decision first of all to like leave mo like my hometown and travel like i i left uh ireland for like total probably about seven years okay um and i left when i was like 20 24 um and that was one that was one like i just my intuition was telling me that i need to travel i need to like experience more because i'm from an island as well and like there's a bridge off the island like it's not like we're stuck here or anything although it's like some people don't know there's a bridge i think but uh <laughs> it's like um yeah so everything's kind of in on top of each other like okay. everybody goes to school on the island everybody okay. goes out and socializes and marries people in yeah. the island and all that yeah. this kind of stuff so it was like very much kind of like everybody knew their business kind of a thing so I wanted to like kind of just like go out there and explore the world and just go into like these places where like nobody knew me and all this kind of stuff yeah. um and it was something that I like it, it was so, a pull that I had from like my early 20s actually a time where I didn't follow my intuition that was probably it because like a lot of my friends well a few of my friends started traveling in like my early 20s mm. and my intuition was telling me to do that as well but I didn't do it because I was like no I don't have uh like I don't have something that I can take with me I don't have my, my job or, or this or whatever like I suppose at the time I probably felt more like I needed to I'd not develop skills or something yeah. before I did it yeah um but yeah but then you know a few years later it kind of got to the point where it was like right I have to do this I have to go because I, I saw it as part of you know developing myself like I knew that that wouldn't happen if I stayed where I was so I decided to leave and yeah it was one of the best decisions I ever made yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm back now like living again home in Ireland for the first time in seven years but uh yeah i'm definitely a lot different to the to the person i was when i first left wow. and i learned like a lot of um valuable things i would say so yeah mm -hmm. very grateful for that was moving back to ireland a, a gut decision yeah yeah it was <laughs> yeah it was pretty much a spur of the moment thing as well um yeah. like it was something that i didn't i wasn't it wasn't like i was like battling when i should i shouldn't die mm. It wasn't even on my mind and then one night it just came into my head because we were in a really bad lockdown in vietnam at the time that's where i was living and 
it popped into my head and then like a half an hour later I was like looking at flights and then I was like right I'm just going to go home for a while and and once it did once it did come into my head and once I did really weigh up the like both sides yeah. then it was an easy decision okay. and I just yeah I just went for it then you took action yeah which I think is very often right, yeah. you know our in, you know our intuition can come in or that gut feeling or that inner guidance can come in um but people don't always take action on it and it's not exactly. that they don't listen to it you know or do the opposite of what the gut feeling said it's just they don't take action you know mm. and it's like i think that makes a huge difference in entrepreneur success very often is whether they it's like i have a friend um who owns the business little spoons of happiness you know Juanita right and it's like she often says I just follow the breadcrumbs <laughs> and that's her you know I just follow the breadcrumbs or just I'm I'm following what my gut says to do next you know yeah that's a great yeah. one actually yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah I like that yeah, it is yeah so do I yeah definitely so if you were to give our listeners who are all heart-centered entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah if you were to give them advice a one piece of advice or a few pieces of advice what would you tell them um advice around like business and stuff or business life whatever you feel it's like <laughs> if you were to impart this is your last moment it's like you can impart something to people that you want them to know that's really important to know what would it be um i would say probably the the importance of like being able to like connect with people, like developing that, especially for entrepreneurship, but just for life in general as well, you know, like if you can, if you know how to develop relationships mm -hmm. and connect with people, then it's really going to be super beneficial for your business, but it's going to be super beneficial for your actual, you know, everyday life as well, because, you know, that like that's, you know, that's how, th how things get done basically is through like, you know, re building relationships and, building teams and all this kind of stuff and like I'm actually not even really a, like to be honest I'm probably bad when it comes to being a team player like in terms of business anyway like usually I like to just like be by myself and get my my thing done but like I also have people who support me you know around that or like people who I can um you know like get to help me like as you said a while ago you know you don't always have like the skills to do something so if you do know someone who does have those skills where you can help them and stuff like that um then that's really beneficial so yeah I, I suppose like being able to and and the thing about this as well is that it's a skill that you can develop you know if you're really bad at communication or whatever it doesn't mean that that's like set in stone mm -hmm. like you know you can develop that like actually really quickly if you yeah. just like put a bit, little bit of effort into it like the best book I think that I've ever read um, and one that I always come back to is how to win friends and influence people yeah. like that old classic you know it was written like almost 100 years ago but I know it's as relevant as ever like the things yeah. you'd hear in it like you know they're so applicable like it's 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 also a book where you read something and you can literally apply something that you read that very day and see the effects of it like it's it's really good so uh yeah I would say just just you know learning how to you know connect with people and build relationships yeah brilliant thank you so much and i have to say that is something you are really good at um definitely cheers and i've seen in your work no definitely you you are um and if you weren't good at that we won't be talking today <laughs> uh, true <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Stephen, thank you so much. I so appreciate your time and thank you for sharing some of your life story and I'm passing some of your wisdom and what you have learned so far. Yeah, our very welcome. I yeah. hope, uh, hope yeah. it was useful in some way. Absolutely. Always is. Yeah. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Yeah. Take care. Thanks, Joanne. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne Macmillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.